All right, guys, welcome to the Alberta Sports Nation podcast. I'm your host, Mark Prince. I've got an unreal guest that I've been looking forward to for a long time to get this thing kicked off. But first, I've got my good buddy, my CFL insider, Brock Shepard. Welcome back to the pod, Brock. I'd love to have you. Happy to be here. Brock is an absolute blast. We've got some wicked stories to tell with Brock. But let me introduce one of my favorite CFL players of all time. I'm super stoked to have him with me here. Receivers to the far side of the field, Whitlock in the block. Here comes Charleston Hughes, and the ball intercepted. Hughes has got it, and a race to the end zone, and he's going to win it. Charleston Hughes, touchdown. I think it was Hughes that knocked it out of his hands, and then turned around and caught it before it hit the ground. Now the ball popped in the air. Hughes catches it and returns it. From the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Charleston Hughes. Charleston, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) Charleston's a little excited here. So we got Charleston here. We're we're located in Calgary right now. We got the Rough Riders and the Stampeders playing this weekend. Normally we, uh, you know, we'd have Charleston in our backyard, but Charleston is now uh, across the province playing with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, having an unreal season. As a Stamps fan, you know, we we love our Stamps, but it's been a pleasure to watch Charleston. So we always kick off our podcast when I've got Brock here with the number one question because Brock is so in touch with the CFL. How did you guys meet and how did you guys become good buddies? That's I, I love these stories. These are my favorite stories. Um, I guess me and Brock met at uh, the last Jay-Z show at a Fade, Fade the Black, I think it was. <laughs> at a Jay-Z concert. It was one of the last shows that Jay-Z had. Um, Brock actually thought I was Nick Lewis at the time. (laughs) He introduced himself. I kind of get that a lot, so I kind of portrayed that I was Nick Lewis and you so know, you, you told him you were Nick, or you just kind of played it I, off? I didn't. I didn't tell him I was Nick. I just kind of looked at him and just he didn't tell me he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. There. Sometimes you gotta go go with the flow and see where this see where this is going, whether it's a bad uh, introduction or a good one. But eventually, he figured it out that I wasn't Nick Lewis. Yeah. yeah right. So what was your what was your first impression when when you when you thought uh, I'm meeting Nick Lewis, and then it turns out to be Charleston Hughes? I mean, I, I was I was blown away. Um, I think that we ended up having a good time that night. Later that night, uh, Charleston did tell me that he, he was, in fact, not Nick Lewis. And But it didn't matter. We took a few pictures, and we've been buddies ever since. That's awesome. I love hearing these stories because Brock is so in touch with the CFL, and every guy has got a wicked story of how they met Brock. So, so Charleston, I guess uh, you've had a full season, I guess, but um, what, what's the feel? What's the vibe being back in Calgary where you played for so long, but now you're on the opposing team? And not only the opposing team, you're on a rival. What's, what's the vibe going into the game? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, the vibe coming back to the city, it's my first time coming back, actually. Um, and just being here, for the most part, is, is strange, because I got to go into the other locker room. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the visitor's locker room. So just, you know, being, you know, in the city, I haven't really been here long, and I'm here only for a short period of time. Yeah, so for it's sure. it's just like, I've been rushed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I've seen a couple things. I remember this place, remember this place. Yeah. But, I've been trying to get so much ready, get ready for the game that I really haven't been really focused on anything else. Yeah, for sure, and that's what I was gonna say. This is a, it's a tight point in the season right now. I think things, uh, you know, it's tight in the West right now. Things are battling. Um, playoff vibe. Are you feeling a playoff vibe with this game coming up here? I mean, yeah, man. This is our last game was a playoff game, and we're right back into this one, and this one's gonna be a playoff game too. Um, 
you can intend it being one of the best, the better games of the year. Yeah, absolutely. We're all looking for it. We love having the riders here. You know, October's a little nice, but we love having you guys in July just because it's a little bit better weather and the crowd gets better. But we're going to be seeing a lot of Hughes Stampeders jerseys out there. I know that uh, you're still uh, still a fan favorite here, even though you're on the other side. So we'll, we'll, we'll start a bit with your career here. Obviously, you spent a long time with the Calgary Stampeders. You're, um, I, I dare to say, a legend. The fans still love you here. So... Going on, so when you went in college, did you go directly to the CFL? Did you did you know what the CFL even was? I had no clue what the CFL was. Um, I had no clue Calgary didn't even existed. <laughs> the, only, the only place in Canada that I knew about was Windsor. Windsor. And you got to think, and I only knew that for one reason. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure you know that one reason. <laughs> I actually don't. What's that? <laughs> Can you share? You got to be able to drink in oh, okay. 21. Oh, in right, 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 right. You're okay. in Windsor. Yeah. You, have, you can be yeah, 18. 18. Or is it, or, yeah, even a little bit under. Okay, yeah, I got you now. I got you now. Plus, so. growing up, yeah. um, when I was younger, and you look at you know the map and the geography of a whole map. When you see the United States, you see all the states and the state lines sure. and stuff separated and everything. Where you see Michigan, you know, Arizona, Florida, Texas. Yeah. And then at the top, right above North Dakota, right above all the states, you see this big, giant piece of land. But it's all gray. And it says Canada. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you knew. That's eh? all I knew. That's all you knew. So how did uh, how did the Stamps find you, I guess, out of college? Did they, uh, they sign you? Did you get in contact with them? Like, how did you get up to the CFL? Um, it basically, because I was my own agent for the most part sure. coming out of college. So I did a lot of hustle and grind with that stuff. Um, just doing all my own groundwork as far as being an agent, because that's what I was going to school to be. Sure. Um. So really, I was reaching out to GMs. I was trying to get myself involved into bowl games all over the place. And then, actually, I came across a guy named John Murphy. Okay. John Murphy was the the head guy, the intro to every bowl game. So I really had to know this guy very well. So I had his phone number, his email address, his AOL address, AIM address. I had all the information about him. And I ended up going to a arena tryout. And at that arena tryout, I had the opportunity to have a workout there and went through all uh, the training and stuff. And I ended up not making a team, but guess who happened to be there? <laughs> and he yeah. wasn't there to talk to me. It was John somebody Murphy. Else. He was there talking to somebody else, and I overheard his name. And the minute I heard his name, I was like, that's, that's the, the guy that's I've the been guy, to yeah. reach out to all this time. Yeah. I stood there and waited for him, you know, and that's it. I approached him and said, John Murphy, I'm Charleston Hughes. You remember who I am? <laughs> and then he was like, yeah. I yeah. was like, you promised me some opportunities that you never gave me. And then it was over from there. That's awesome. That's that's wicked. I love hearing those kind of stories. So when you joined Calgary, um, was that the first year that the, that, uh, the Stamps had won the Grey Cup in 08? Yes, it is. Yes, correct. it was. So you get to join a team. That team... That team, I remember watching. That's an unbelievable team back then. I know there had been a long time since the Stamps won the Grey, the Grey Cup. So, what was it like joining a, a stacked Stampeders team and winning a Grey Cup? I guess in your first couple of years in the CFL. I mean, it was awesome feeling, man. I mean, once you step into the league for the first time and then still win a championship, it's a, it's a, it's a great accomplishment, especially yeah. for a CFL player, and just knowing that many players who've played in the league for a long time that never won the great cup before so 
it's one of those situations where it was great. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a great way to kick off your career, and it was a great way to, to start your career with the Stampeders. I guess, Brock, were you, you weren't at that great cup, were you, the 08 in Montreal? Uh, no. no, I actually, uh, that was my first year in Calgary, so I, yeah. I was I was viewing it here um, at Flame Central, it was called at the time, mm. but, uh, you know, i got to be honest, kind of a kind of a boring game. Yeah, I remember, yeah, low scoring. We, yeah, we, yeah we, we did come out on top, but mm-hmm. I was not at that, that was the... Uh, that was in Montreal, yeah, yeah, the Olympic Stadium there, so um, you obviously, you were in the room for uh, Huffnagel's infamous pregame speech. Uh, do you remember that one he was talking about where the uh, men, we've got them right where we want them? Men, we got them right where yeah, we want them. That, I could still watch <laughs> that and give me chills. So. Right now we are 14 and 5. 14 and 5. You have proved over and over that you are the best team in the CFL. You have beaten this team both times in the regular season. The recipe for winning doesn't change. We play with great effort, great emotion, and great execution. As a team, we will handle any and all adversity that comes our way. We will, we will reload and we will answer. Okay, now, we are playing Montreal in Montreal. Right. We are playing on the road. We are playing in a dome. We are playing in front of 65,000 screaming fans. Men, we got them right where we want them. I mean, that stadium was packed full of Montreal fans. Montreal they, they put was that little saying on our great cup rings. Oh, did they? Yeah. That's uh, that's unreal. Yeah. And I don't I don't mean to discredit that game uh, by any means. Saying it was uh, it wasn't the most exciting. Uh, when you just look at the you know of course the... it wasn't exciting. You weren't there. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get to hear the vibes in the building. That building was packed, and I think uh, Montreal that was kind of kind of the height of their dynasty. I think they went on to go. They went on to win two great cups after that. So you would have been going against Calvillo. So after that season, did you you had an opportunity with the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, I ended up having an opportunity with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, it was a great experience. Sure, you know I had I had a great time being there. Ended up getting injured. Um, felt like I wasn't having a fair opportunity, so I just yeah. called it quits down there. Yeah, fair enough. It's yeah, uh, and you came back, and I'm you know I I can list it off right now. Like five time CFL All Star, seven time Division All Star, West. Division most outstanding defensive player in 2013. I'm gonna make. I'm not even gonna say it's a bold prediction. It's gonna be the the most or the defensive outstanding player this year in 2019. You are having a hell of a season. It's an absolute pleasure to watch you. Is there anything like you contribute to? To did you do anything different in the off season? Like I, I honestly feel like this is one of your best years ever. Um, no, I didn't do nothing different in the off season. It's just all about you know being able to line up and be consistent and do what I've been doing anyways in the past. It's just you got to make up for, I guess, all the stuff that you missed in previous years. So all the sacks that I did miss, you got to kind of aim in and try not to miss as many. Or all the plays or missed tackles or the big plays I know I can make, you got to make them now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, it's 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 been fun to watch, and we're really we're really hoping for that defensive player of the year for you. Um, going back to I guess uh, your time in Calgary, I'm just gonna list off a few of the names here. You played with uh, the who's who in Calgary. Like you're you've played with quarterbacks. You played with Henry. You played with Kevin Glenn. Um, your receivers that you've played with, like Jermaine Copeland and Nick Lewis and Rambo. We've got guys like Keon Raymond, Joffrey Reynolds. Uh, who else we got? Juwan Simpson. Like, who are some of your some of your favorite players that you played with in your time in Calgary? Juwan Simpson retired. 
retired to Stampede. Today. That's right. He did retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah today. He, he signed, signed a, a one year. I mean, a one, one day. Yeah, one, one day. day. Yeah, one day absolutely. Contract. That's yeah. awesome that he gets to do that. But uh, yeah, I guess so. Who who are some of the guys that you remember in your time in Calgary that you really enjoyed playing with? Um, I mean, off the field, and on the off the field, and on the field too. You know what? I had a. I just got done eating wings with Keon Raymond and Brandon. No way. Smith, so that's awesome. Ironically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smitty's still balling too. So that's, yeah, yeah. He's having one hell of a year too. It's one of the best seasons. Yeah. I've heard the coach even say that he's still one of the top DBs they have. So, yeah, nice. I mean, you could say that at his age, man. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, those are some, those are some pretty good years that you guys had as, um, you know, Stan Peters back in the day. Now that you're on the other side, even even kind of going past that Great Cup, you guys had some battles with the Rough Riders in the West Final. I mean, uh, I can remember maybe 2010. Maybe it was, maybe it was minus 40. Do you remember that game at all? <laughs> Playing out McMahon Stadium, and it was absolutely freezing. Oh man, it was cold, man. Trust me. <laughs> is, is before, that... before every play, I had my back turned oh, to the no. ball just before yeah. the snap, and then I'll turn around <laughs> and then run the play. I'm yeah. like, man, it's cold. Do you think that's one of the coldest games you've ever played in? Yeah, it's top. It's top two for sure. Yeah, for sure. Were you at, were you at that one, bro? You're talking the West Final, dude. And, uh, uh, this 2010 West Final. Yeah. Um, his his riders today. They they. Yeah. Uh, they How could I forget that? With, they, with the Great Cup was in Edmonton that year, right? Uh, yes, yes, the Great Cup was yeah, in Edmonton yeah, that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't forget that one. No, no, that one was <laughs> yeah, one of the coldest ones ever. So yeah, minus thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is that like I guess some of the weather? I guess maybe it plays a factor. Is there anything that you really notice different? I guess you know, playing college in the United States and then having to adjust to the CFL game. Is there anything like that kind of stands out? I know uh, when we had Markway on, he said that it was the, the wag off the, the wide that, that really messed with him when he started. I mean, when I came into the league, I was a linebacker. So my great covering does say I'm a, I'm a linebacker still. My really? First Your first one, yeah. 08, yeah. yeah. But moving from linebacker to defensive end did make it a hell of a lot more easier because I didn't have to track receivers oh, yeah. all <laughs> over the place. So yeah. that waggle does mess you up, especially for a rookie guy because you got to really pay attention to, okay, three receivers over here. Okay, they motion back. Now it's 41 where four receivers on one side, one receiver on the other side, then yeah. one come back over. Now it's 23. Oh, then two receivers over here and three <laughs> receivers over here. Then the back switches. Yeah. Okay, now it's 23 gun week. Man, it's a lot of stuff to like process yeah, in for one sure. single play. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like that's that's crazy. I mean, the, the wide field, the bigger ball. I mean, us as fans, we've grown up watching it, but you guys got to adjust for that for sure. Um, so yeah, you guys, Stamps have always been a, you know, when you're when you're playing with them, always been dominant. They've always been good, always made the playoffs. I don't even think you've ever, did you ever miss the playoffs when you were with the Stamps? I don't, I don't think you ever did. Never missed playoffs. Yeah, you've never, in your career, you've never missed the playoffs. Never in my career. Never in your career. every single year. That's awesome to hear. I mean, obviously, uh, you, you're, you're a Grey Cup champion, um, but there are a couple losses in there for the Stampeders. What? I guess what sticks out more is the your Grey Cup wins with the Stampeders or a couple of those losses because you were you were there for a few of them. Yeah, those two losses back to back really those, uh, yeah. really hurts. Yeah, those, those <laughs> ones are tough for sure. So I guess you're saying yeah. that uh, the Grey Cup losses sting more or they stick out more than the wins. I guess. Oh yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been sure. to five Grey Cups. So holy, when you've been to five and you only got two rings. Yeah, and you've been to two of them back to back. Yeah, for sure. We got a problem. Yeah, for sure. I mean, or they got a problem. Yeah, I was say. <laughs> we don't yeah. got a problem. Yeah, right you're, st <laughs> you're still hunting for one right now, and you're doing a damn good job at it. But as fans, you know, it's tough for us. It was tough for us to watch those ones too. I guess the the back to back Great Cup losses, but it's part of the game, I guess. So, um, I, I guess another question I had. So you, 
Um, you were on the team, I guess, when when during the Henry area, the Kevin Glenn area, and then we asked this question to Mark Clay too. You got to witness the the rise of the gunslinger, Bo Levi Mitchell. What was it like to kind of see Bo? I guess you would you've been there when he would have been a rookie, and now he's kind of ri- risen up to the one of the top quarterbacks, if not the top quarterback in the league. Um, he's grown. He's grown as a player, man. You know, he's good at what he does. You can't really say much about him mm-hmm. besides. In the Great Cup games, he threw all those picks. But <laughs> yeah. besides that, I mean, he's grown as a player. He knows what to do with the ball. He he listens to Dave Dickinson very well. So long as he follow behind them, you know, he'll be okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll uh, we'll we'll tune in Brock a little bit here. So, have you ever visited one of uh, one of Brock's tailgates pregame before? <laughs> I've I've spent quite a time quite some time at the hotel days, you know. Yeah, yeah. D- DJ going, music playing, yeah. barbecue grill, yeah. cooking. Yeah, those are those are a blast. I mean, obviously Brock started out as Nick Lewis Nation. Now we we now he's transitioned to Tailgate Nation. Um, we ask uh, most of our CFL guests that come on here that have been to the tailgate. Um, do you what do you think of, uh, of something like Brock doing that? Like it's been. It's been so many years. It's been a fantastic thing. And Calgary is one of the rare places where you can still tailgate and Brock do an amazing job. Like, what do you think it, it does kind of for, for, I guess, the league and the, the fans in, in Calgary, I guess? I think it keeps the spirit alive. Keeps the spirit alive for, for fans all the way across the league, man. Some of the teams that don't really get a chance to really tailgate that much or tailgate, you know, really good. I mean, the riders, they really don't. They really don't tailgate much outside of the stadium, just just outside of the parking lot like that. It doesn't happen in Saskatchewan. They only have like a little area blocked off where they have like a, I guess a family fun zone, I sure. think it is. Yeah. But as far as tailgating goes, there's no tailgating to visit really. Yeah, for sure. People are too excited to get inside that college stadium yeah. atmosphere you guys have over there. Yeah, oh, no yeah. kidding. That must be crazy. Amazing. Yeah, stadium's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. That's, that's one of the great things that I like about being there because we're in a great facility. We got a great weight room, and we got a, We really got a lot, a lot of great amenities in that stadium. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I guess we can transition it right in because you're you're a current Saskatchewan rougher. We asked you enough about your time in Calgary, so I guess coming uh, coming kind of the tail end of your time. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, did, whoa, whoa. You, did you ask him how where he was or what the feeling was when he got the call and said? You know, you're you you are now moving to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah, and then when, you know, I'm curious to know more about how you felt about you know basically being flipped like a like a new house with a kitchen sink (laughs) over to the Rough Riders, which, in my opinion, is probably one of the best things that could have happened. Yeah, but yeah, tell us more about that. Mm -hmm. You know. I guess I guess it was a situation like this. Um, I flew into the city first of all, uh, not knowing that I was going to get traded. I flew into the city to do a couple, you know, fan appearances, and I had a fan appreciation day where I took a whole bunch of my fans up. Brock, you were there on the bus too with me, <laughs> riding out. We were all going to go snowboarding. I took about I don't even know how many people were with us. Maybe eight. I remember that now. Yeah, closer to ten. Yeah, it's about eight yeah. ten people that I yeah. took. I took all the way up to Sunshine Village to go snowboarding. Yeah, yeah sure. On a winter Charleston Hughes day. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was the second annual time. The second annual, second time I did that, and on the same day that I was taking all these fans up, it was the same day I figured, found out that, hey, Charleston, step into my office. Oh, man. So I traded you. Are you mad? 
And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why didn't we talk about this before I got here? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't have came and did all this stuff. Yeah. So now the Charleston Hughes winter winter wonderland turned into a farewell tour so <laughs> but it was one of those things where the huff asked me was i mad and i was yeah, like no sure and even before i walked out of huff's office i already knew where i was going sure i already knew what team i was going to so i kind of thought it was funny because i was like jokes on you buddy yeah because yeah, no <laughs> i, cause I yeah. know more than you yeah absolutely. <laughs> so you so you're saying you knew you were going to from hamilton to regina a little birdie told me. Yeah, okay, okay. So you knew, you knew, okay. Because us as fans, we all saw it as, okay, he's going to Hamilton. Awesome. I know, but... He's not in the I, division. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious because I got traded from... Huff told me I got... He traded me from, you know, Calgary yeah, right to now. Hamilton. Yeah. And I'm laughing because I'm like, okay, why didn't you tell me this? <laughs> and he was just like, I didn't have time to. I wanted to be able to tell you face-to-face, -face, right. which I can understand yeah. that. Agreed, but, yeah. But I, like I said, I was just sitting, looking, kind of laughing in the back of my head, knowing exactly where I was going. And then when he traded me to Hamilton, you know, Hamilton GM called and like, we're so happy to have you, Charleston. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is an awesome thing that we're happy to have you a part of this team. And I'm still laughing in the back of my oh, head God, because yeah. they're... They had no idea. Yeah, they had no idea. And they're talking like they're wrapping circles around me, but they're not. Yeah. So it was just a situation like, whatever it is what it is i just accept it staying in calgary was the the best thing that that didn't happen to me so sure yeah absolutely. yeah like we meant 100 percent happy where i am now and i'm satisfied with being uh being a rider yeah yeah absolutely and like well like we said like we, we said, it was the best thing to happen well that yeah and, and also like in i mean any anybody who can relate to sports general management knows that you know, when you're looking at a player like Charleston Hughes, that one of the most valuable defensive players in the league, he's an asset to trade. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, when when you're at a certain part of your career, but like you said, the jokes on on them now because you know not only um, where where you ended up in in the division and whatnot, but also the success that you continued to have in your career. And I'm not only proud of you as a player, but like even more so as a, as a friend. I think it's it's uh, it's outstanding to see that. You know, what might have looked like a trade asset could have been more of a bite in the ass in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, yeah, was, the joke's on Huff, man. He traded me for a, a box of Juju Bees and some toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, and dude. that's all he got over there is still toilet paper. So, yeah. <laughs> like, what did you well, get, no. What did you gain from that? Yeah, Nothing. No what did the, I gain from that? Didn't Nothing the, but success. Didn't the <laughs> Riders gave up Vernon Adams, didn't they, for you? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. And he even turned out absolutely. It yeah. worked out for him. Too. Absolutely, it worked out great for Vernon, him. Vernon Adams also having a, a bit of a laugh at the Stampeders. Oh, I know. Two times. Two times. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so you got to go from Calgary, a place that um, obviously you've shown that you've loved, that you've been there for a long time, done great things for your career. Now you're moving on to Saskatchewan, who we we just talked about before has an absolute unbelievable stadium. Uh, a riot of a fan base. So what? What are you thinking? Like, okay, I'm going from Calgary to Saskatchewan. Like, what's going through your head? I love it, man. I love it. I love being in Saskatchewan, man. I've, I'm going next week with a bunch of fans to an escape room next week, next oh, Wednesday. Nice. So That's awesome. I've taken fans out to dinner, so I, I show the fans that I appreciate them just as much as uh, they appreciate me. So I've been out to dinner. I've been. I'm going to escape room next week. Nice. I'm pretty sure I'll do something else 
in the upcoming weeks when we have a bye week for playoffs. I might take some fans on a little spa day or something like spa that. Spa day. Well, yeah. Nice, spa nice. Day. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I guess that was one thing. What, I play, what player you got on on the, on the Stampeders teams doing stuff doing like that? Doing spa days? I know you ain't taking them snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I have not had a Stamp take me out for a spa day. <laughs> but uh, I guess that was something that I was going to bring up as something that um, that I had known and, and online had told me a lot about is you're very, very good in the community. Very good with, um, with doing stuff for kids and fans and stuff like that. Is that something that you kind of just adapted when you're in the CFL and it's something you just kind of fell in love with because you've always done it throughout your career? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've always done it throughout my career and I don't like to get, I don't like to get recognized for yeah, it. Like yeah, I, it's I'm not, not for recognition. I'm not, it's not for recognition. I don't go out to just try to get the time paid award or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of do stuff in the dark where I help out, you know, kids on a, my bullying tour that I did all yeah. throughout Saskatchewan. Uh, I went to a, a lot of schools. I went to about six or seven different schools all throughout Saskatchewan. Played basketball against their basketball team. Had a little anti-bullying talk with the kids. Nice. And a lot of people appreciated that. I had teachers come up to me and tell me, like, you had such a positive effect on the entire school and it, and the, the energy of the school changed yeah. after I showed up. And yeah, then, that's, that's awesome. That's, and then that's working fantastic. with YWCA, I did a lot of stuff for them. Well, I've been raising money for YWCA ever since I – step foot in Regina so it's been an awesome experience to get to really go out and touch people that's all I, I love to hear that that's exactly what, what I was what I was looking for you're not doing it for the recognition you do it because you love it and that's that's awesome I love to hear that a uh, couple random questions here where did the surf sack come from the celebration yeah. <laughs> definitely started here it did it uh, yeah yeah i knew that but i just did. didn't know what's behind yeah, it yeah it started here celebration yeah. but i actually stole it from a philadelphia eagle punt kick returner oh yeah okay quentin demps okay that sounds familiar okay. yeah he doesn't play anymore no but i saw him do it one day after he ran a touchdown back yeah and then i was like <laughs> that was pretty sweet, bro. Like, yeah, that looked pretty cool. Are yeah. you are you doing? Where did you get that from? And he was like, he just made it up. And I was like, all right, Taking memory that. bank. Yeah, I'm stealing that when I go back <laughs> when I go back north. Yeah. So yeah, I took off with it and stole it, and yeah. you know, I've been doing it ever since. Yeah, I'm but still I paying just, homage. Yeah. I was just <laughs> laughing maybe two days ago because I was playing Madden with the D with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, and I ran a touchdown with. Mar Martin Jones, yeah. Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, yeah, and he did the exact same <laughs> surf sack dance. Where did they get Everybody's that from? jumping around, I'm swimming on the ground, and I was like. Where did Madden just get this from? They just steal my sack, man. It's just like I should get rights for that. Well, maybe they, maybe they've been following the CFL. And- I sh- I should get rights for that because it was the exact. I can show you the exact same image on my phone. Yeah. And the guy is surfing and everybody's diving around him doing a swim and everything. And I'm like, that's 100 percent mine. And yeah. They, they had awesome. to see that from me. That's awesome. I love it. I love still seeing it nowadays. Well, even on the signs and stuff. And yeah, the, the signs in the state. I, I'm not gonna lie. I see more signs in Saskatchewan than I did in Calgary, but <laughs> they maybe adopted it a little bit better. But. My boy Chris made a sign every single game. For did he? Him. In Shout Calgary? out to Chris. Okay. Shout out okay. to Chris. Chris will likely have another sign. For he you will tomorrow. likely okay. have a sign okay. tomorrow. Okay. Red or green. 
If he doesn't put green in, I will be hurt. <laughs> Another one, and this one would have been... Or the... a neutral color. Okay, there we go. Red, red green. <laughs> Brock's doing the camera. Charles, just uh, if you don't mind, I just want to explain who Chris is. Uh, Chris is uh, is a little... Well, he's not so little anymore. He started... Uh, he's the son of, um, of a couple that sits next to me for yeah. their season tickets. And he had always uh, just admired Charleston as his favorite player. Mm -hmm. uh, watching him grow grow up over the years, eventually Chris uh, started playing high school football himself. Yeah, uh, and always wanted to be you know like Charleston, and really um, loved watching his values and, and and his athleticism. And every single game had a different sign for Charleston. Nice, um, I like to, it. Just just for for whatever. Who, it didn't matter who was playing or, or what the occasion, or maybe sometimes the signs were related to weather. You never knew what the sign was going to be, but Charleston would always come over, either in the pregame or halftime or even during the game, to check out the sign yeah. to see what Chris, the message he had for him. Um, since um, Chris has, has you know started to play high school football, um, Charleston has not only uh, given him his own game shoes, Charleston has... Uh, showed up at Chris's championship high school football game nice. in the stands nice. with the sign for Chris. I love it. I love um, hearing stuff. And then on the last day uh, when Charleston was uh, was heading out of town before he, uh, just after he was traded, before he left Calgary, Charleston actually made a special trip over to uh, Chris and the Wills family to say a special goodbye to Chris. So there's no doubt in my mind that it'll be a bittersweet uh, reunion tomorrow with a sign yeah. and with whatever Charleston's got in, in store for him, but it, it'll be nice to see that interaction again. I love it. I love hearing stuff like that. So we're gonna wrap it up here. I've got a couple, just a couple questions here. I not, I don't know if this is a question. This is a, might bring up a funny story here, but so my 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 dad's a diehard Stan Peters fan, season ticket holder. Um, he was That's pretty, his mistake. Oh, he was absolutely pissed when we lost when we lost Charleston. <laughs> I got an angry text, and then okay, it's fine. It's Hamilton, then Saskatchewan. Oh man, a couple f bombs in there, I think. But um, so my dad lives out in Strathmore, Alberta. He frequents the Strathmore oh. Rodeo. Many times, and I remember getting a text message saying, "I think I just saw Charleston Hughes get run over by a bull." <laughs> what happened there? Uh, I thought I did a good job of uh, getting that wiped off of the internet, but it's still out there lurking around. Somewhere. I'm not gonna lie, I viewed the video. <laughs> I still got the video on my phone. <laughs> nah, it was one of those experiences where I went. I went to the Strathmore Rodeo with yeah. me. Uh, actually, the offensive lineman Justin Renfro is yeah. in BC now, and then I went with Neela. Uh, one of the tackles that I'm playing against tomorrow, but we all took a trip out to the rodeo just to, you know, see the bulls. They took us backstage to slap the bulls and yeah. ask me if I want to get on the bull, and I'm like, <laughs> nah, that's not for me. I'm still kind of in season right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, I started hearing that there was a running of the bulls, and I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to go to Spain and do a running of the sure. bulls and yeah. just dress in all white and take off running <laughs> and see if I, how, how much can I dodge a bull. <laughs> so the minute they asked me, I was like, well, I guess I ain't going to do it in Spain. Might as well do it now. So in Strathmore. I, yeah, in Strathmore. So I, I, jumped in, I jumped in the ring and, yeah. you know, they explained all the rules to me that, you know, as long as you run, jump on the gate, you're fine. Sure. If you, if you get the best performance by getting hit by a bull, you win $1,500. Obviously, I wasn't going to try to win $1,500. <laughs> try. But so the way it went is, you know, it's, four, it's three rounds. Mm-hmm. 
So twelve bulls come running around every time. So it's four bulls go yeah. running around, then four, then four more. So I made it around the first the first time. You know, we're running. Everybody's locking arms, watching the bulls run at them full yeah. speed. Yeah, I wasn't about to lock arms with them. I wasn't down for that. God, so I just took off running early because I was paranoid and it was muddy. So you can't run fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you're not on. So you're I just took off factor. running early. You know, thinking yeah. I, you know what, they're gonna get hit first. So I made it around. Jumped on the cage a couple of times. The bulls went past, and you know, once they pass by you, it's pretty much over after that. So yeah. I walked all the way around to the end, you know, laughing and stuff. Like, <laughs> okay, that was easy. That was round number one. <laughs> so round number two, I watched some some lady. Uh, she was intoxicated. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I watched her try to run away from the bull, and the bulls come running, sprinting. She tried to run away, but like I said, it's muddy out. Mm-hmm. And she slipped a couple times. She couldn't get away from the bull. And I'm watching as the bull comes running at her. She turns around and squares the bull up and wham! <laughs> a bull knocks her out cold. She took it right to the face, Ooh. ate it by a bull right in the oh. face. So they dragged her out to the center <laughs> and sent her to the emergency. Yeah. And then, you know, I took off running again. And I got kind of ballsy this time and, you know, pulled out my phone and started like, you know, trying to catch some, catch yeah, some, yeah. you know, some footage. And yeah, the bulls yeah, right, yeah. the bulls right the, behind me. Got to do it for the ground. Yeah. yeah. So I'm running, and you know, I'm recording as the bulls coming to get me. Drop my phones up on the gate real quick, so the bulls <laughs> run past. And that was round two. You know, the bulls know when they get to the end of the of the racetrack, the stop and be wait to let out. So you know, the very final race was the third round. You know, so I do the same thing where I get ballsy and the bulls yeah. come in and I jump on the gate and jump back down and kind of shake with the bull and I jump back up and, you know, we made it all around and me and this guy, the race was pretty much over. Me and yeah. this guy were walking and talking and, you know, we were having a conversation and what I didn't know, we got to the end, what I didn't know is one of the bulls was stubborn and did an extra lap. Oh, God. <laughs> so so we're walking and talking and the next thing I know, I, I hear the crowd and I hear some lady go, yeah. And I hear the crowd go. At that moment, I knew you effed up. (laughs) (laughs) Then I took I took the full blow to the ball in the back of the leg. Luckily, that guy was with me because he took the worst end of it because the ball pretty much clipped me and redirected to him and hit him on the hip. But if he wasn't right there. That bull might have broke me in half. Oh god, wow. <laughs> I love hearing that story because yeah, I've seen the video. And I got <laughs> I got the text message from my dad because he was in the crowd, so I, I had to bring it up. I'm, I'm glad you're a good sport about it. So, uh, final thing, we'll we'll completely wrap it up here. So, like we've mentioned many many times, this has been an, an absolute pleasure to watch you this year. You're 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 balling out there. You are going hard. What is what's the future hold for you? Like, are you you still got some years left in you? You still hunting another great cup? Obviously, you are. But <laughs> I'm, I'm chasing the sack record right the now. The sack record, yeah. Uh, I yeah. think I read that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm chasing that sack record. Yeah, I'm at about 130 right now, and yeah. I got 20 to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that uh, that'll that'll do it. That. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, Brock. You got uh, you, you know. Yeah, I just have one final question, and this you know this this kind of reels back to. Uh, to an earlier podcast we did with Mark Way McDaniel, when he when he, uh, you know he he, he kind of shed some light on us on you know his his experience with you and um, and his as a teammate and as a friend, and I need to ask you, would you rather lose tomorrow night's 
Calgary SAS game in Calgary or room with Markway McDaniel on a Las Vegas vacation? <laughs> I would definitely lose tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's funny because he, he said the same thing about you. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. I That's would, awesome. I would definitely. And, and yeah. I, got, I got my best friend to prove it <laughs> who was in the room with us. Well, uh, Mark, I'll let you have the final word, but Charles, I do want to say, I do want to say, uh, not only as a fan but as a friend, I wish you all the best of luck tomorrow and the best in your in the rest of your season and your um, your goal for defensive player of the year. You've earned it, you own it, and you deserve it. And uh, I just uh, I want you to know that we appreciate everything that you do, and thanks for coming to hang out with us tonight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks to Charleston for coming down. Uh, we love chatting with him. Go Stamps, but we know we're still pulling for Charleston for the sack. So you can stack, you can sack bow a couple times, but uh, don't do it too much. <laughs> Second and ten. And Durant's a little slow to get up. Not sure which truck hit him. 